Blog Talk Radio. Do, do what you want to. Reality. 
Are you going to get left behind again? Or are you going to promote your event, album, movie, tour, artist, or whatever with the targeted radio spots from CoolVoiceMedia.com? Our spots are hot. Check them out. Nothing slams a deep down body thirst better than Gatorade. See Beyonce knows live in performance on her biggest tour ever. Smooth Jazz. Anita Baker. Burger King introduces the new Hickory Bacon Cheddar Burger. Monday, December 6th on Cinemax. We will write, produce, and get your spot on the radio. Now that's cool. Listen, when it comes to promotion, the answer is coolvoicemedia.com. Anything else is just crazy. Destiny Calls, the debut novel by Connor K. Gray. Here's what reviewers are saying. It's an action-packed page turn. It grabs your attention right from the beginning and leaves you wanting more. Lots of twists and turns that will keep you on your toes. Gray does an amazing job at connecting his readers with his characters. It was hard to put this book down simply because I wanted to know what was going to happen next. This novel is available in paperback, ebook, and audiobook formats. Check your local bookstores or Amazon.com. Thank you for calling. Inner City Strength is a memoir following a basketball phenom's life from abuse to glory. Basketball represented an escape for Dwight Slaughter. So much so that he wrote it all the way to notoriety. Inner City Strength is Slaughter's riveting story. Slaughter graduated from Verbum Day High School in Watts, a school with one of the top ten most successful basketball teams of all time. In 1972, Dwight Slaughter was voted number one high school player in the country by Sports Magazine. Slaughter was interviewed by sports reporter legend Howard Cosell on his popular show Sportsbeat and in his book I Never Played the Game. 60 Minutes anchor Morley Schaefer, John Chancellor from World News Nightly, ESPN, and Sports Illustrated named Slaughter one of the top 100 basketball players in the state of California. Slaughter's gripping memoir takes the reader into his personal life of abuse, betrayal, and murder. Get his book now on Amazon, iTunes, and Barnes & Noble, Inner City Strength. Got photos that need improvement? Freshen your photo. Old family shots that have gotten damaged? Freshen your photo. Want someone or something removed from a picture? Freshen your photo. At freshenyourphoto.com, we turn the pictures you have into the pictures you want. Add muscle, lose weight, lighten face lines, whiten teeth, fix darker off-color shots. See before and afters from dozens of happy customers at freshenyourphoto.com. That's freshenyourphoto.com. Real Talk with Lee brings you the latest news, sports, fashion, and politics. Get ready for celebrity guests, notable entertainment, corporate and political industry personalities, all here for you on Real Talk with Lee and Jaguar, coming up next. All right, this is Money Making Mondays on Real Talk with Lee. We have our first guest in the building. We have Mr. Dean Robbins. Dean, how you doing this morning? Well, thank you. Um, Dean, for the listeners who may not know who Dean Roberts is, can you tell the listeners a little bit about yourself? Um, I was born in 1939, and uh, I was thrown out of school at the age of 16, joined the Navy, um, went into um, a small family business in the late 60s. And uh, after about 15 years of that, my father, my parents retired. It was just the three of us, actually, for about 10 years. That was a die-making business. And uh, we started to manufacture products in the die-cutting process. And by 1980, we were doing about $4 million in sales, mostly dollhouse kits. 
1995, I retired, sold the business to my kids, and uh, since then I've done a variety of things, travel and writing, and uh, presently we have, my wife and I own a health food store. Now, how did you get started with this, Dean? Like, um, what made you want to start this, um, you know, this whole uh, this whole business with the dolls and, you know, your, your uh write a book about your journey over the years? Like, how did you get started um, in this business, in this whole uh, venture? Well, the the book came out of a uh, 50-year process of trying to retrain myself to um, not be angry, depressed, and um, tense. And that that was a lot, and poor, too. My family was poor, my grandparents were poor. And um, I fixed that around 1978 or so. I was I, I was fortunate enough to be given a copy of the book Think and Grow Rich by Napoleon Hill. And uh, I'm getting a lot of static. Can you hear me okay? Uh, yeah, I can, but your, uh, your phone's going in and out a little bit. Like, are you on a cell phone or something, or are you moving around? No, I'm standing still, and it's, uh, it's a cell phone, but it's a high-frequency one. Oh, okay, yeah, it, it just started going in and out. I can hear you now, but it, it went in and out real quick. But uh, go ahead, you can continue. Um, I forgot where he was. <laughs> okay, you, you were just telling you were just telling me and the listeners about um, you know, how you got started and uh, you know, what made you want to you know write the book and the story of your life and you know how you um you know uh. What was the reason you did your whole journal over the last 50 years of your life? You were kind of like uh, giving us some insight on that. Well, yeah, the purpose of the book really is to try to uh, influence somebody else, anybody of any age, to uh, see the great possibilities of life and to realize through um, training and study and effort that you can uh, change the way you go about things and, and change your financial status. You know, really, it's a, it's a, most of the time, it's a pretty long-term project to, uh, uh, to make personal change. And that was my purpose in the book. Oh, okay. Well, yeah, nothing, nothing wrong with that. Now, did you always know you were going to be a writer, or is that something that just came through uh, different life experiences? I, I for a long time I aspired to writing. I had I wrote every day probably for thirty five or forty years. I kept journals from nineteen seventy eight till the present. And part of my morning routine I get up every morning and I read a bunch of different books that I've been reading and uh, and then I do some writing and I read some of my uh, journals from different periods of my life. And it's a real asset. You know, you can you can get some perspective on how much you've changed over the time and how um, ridiculous some of the things you thought were true at a different age are. So it makes me question uh, my uh, understanding of what's what's going on right now even. Oh, okay. Yeah, def- definitely, Dean. You said you, uh, you, you also created a, a multimillion-dollar – Manufacturing business. Can you uh, tell us how, how that started? How that came about? Well, we were. Um, my father was made steel rule dies, and then when I joined him, that's what we did for about ten years. 
And then I bought a die cutting press and we started to make die cut items, uh, bird houses and bird feeders and things like that die cut out of plywood. Then after they retired, I moved to business upstate New York and a friend of mine designed a dollhouse kit and we uh, started making dollhouses. I went to a trade show and it was very popular. I sold uh, maybe 150 kits at one show. And I thought it was wow, this is um, real potential here. So we started making a lot more, a lot of different kits. And uh, before you know it, we were uh, doing trade shows all over the world. And we were the largest manufacturer of dollhouse kits in the world. It's a very, wow. very small business. It's like it's like model railroading for women. You know, the the women buy dollhouses and put them together and buy furniture and wallpaper them and electrify them. And it really is quite a uh, elaborate. Um, uh, hobby. It's not like for kids at all, pretty much. Are you still you can currently take a look in that business? Well, my son and daughter still currently in that business? I, um, my son and daughter run it now, and I see them a couple times a week. I stopped there. The plant is only about six miles from where I live. So I stop by whenever I'm going through the area. And my grandson's working there now, so it's really the fifth generation is underway. Yeah, no. Uh, so, so what is? Are you like I said with this dollhouse business shit? Um, you guys decided to start it long, and it's kind of like a, a unique type business. It's not like um, is that something you enjoy doing, or you know, um, you have you know, <clears throat> was that well, like something you, you know, set out to do, or what? Is it like a family business type thing, or? Well, I set out to make some money. I really wasn't thinking about dollhouses very much, but it came along, and it seemed like an opportunity, and. Um, we followed up on it, and the more we got into the that's in the, it was a small segment of the uh, handicraft business. So we would do craft shows, and I got to meet other people in the industry. So we started to make uh, uh, some other products as well as dollhouses, but that was primarily what the the main thrust of the business. If you're in front of a computer, you could look at our website right now. It's greenleafdollhouses.com. You could see a variety of different houses that we made um, are still making. And my purpose was, I, yeah, I like certain parts of the business. We mm-hmm. would, uh, I like the travel and the trade shows and the uh, selling part, but there are many parts of it I didn't like. It was uh, just kind of drudgery and, um, you know, nothing's 100%. Wow, man, you have a pretty detailed story. Like, um, coming from that, how do you see things have changed? Like, I guess, because you say you were born in 39, like, over the years, like, you know, how, how have things changed, like, far as, like, what you do, far as, like, uh, you know, maybe being a business owner or being a book author? How do you see some of the changes that have took place, you know, that have, I guess, helped, you know, progress, uh, you know, in business as well as being a writer? Well, I think the world has changed dramatically in the last 10 years. The The Internet has made possible uh, incredible um, rapid growth in certain types of, in, especially in uh, writing and newsletters and seminars and uh, videos now, that there's a tremendous uh, online opportunity for somebody that's got a real message. Oh, yeah, definitely, definitely, yeah, because like I said before, I guess, you know, before, like, years ago, there was no such thing. I think first thing I heard of it, I was probably like, early in the 90s, you know, that's when they were doing, like, AOL. Remember they used to give out them free uh, computer discs you wanted to get the dial-up? And they, like, AOL sent, like, millions of discs to, like, everyone's house. 
you can get like free internet access. And then it was like a 30-day trial or something like that. Then after that, you pay like $9 a month. That was like the first I seen, like, you know, the whole internet thing. And then now, like, it's went to such a level that, you know, everything, like, like these days, if you want to do something, there's really no excuse not to do it. Like, whatever it is, like, if you want to uh, write a book, there's there's uh, channels that you can do through, like, Amazon or Kindle and stuff like that where you can get a book published, yeah. self-published, you, you know, or if you want to do, you know, just about anything. You want to be entertained, you go around YouTube and upload videos. Like, you know, I just think that's amazing how far we've come with, like, technology. Oh, yeah, especially with the publishing of books. Uh, I went to Amazon. A friend of mine helped me put, upload the files. And for $2.15, they'll print one book. You know, that was never possible before. This whole uh, publishing business has just absolutely exploded. Anybody with a good or bad idea can publish a book and have copies of it in their hands in a week or two. It's really a, a amazing revolution. Oh, yes, sir, it is. Yes, sir, it is. I mean, you know, I, I think that's, you know, that has definitely, um, you know, changed the game because, like I said before, you know, with so much you had to actually get some, you know, some large uh, publishing company or something to actually believe in what you were doing and say, hey, we're, we're going to, um, you know, we're going to get behind you and do this. And nowadays you can just basically, you know, you can put it out yourself if that's what you choose to do. You know, you just got to have, you know, the, you just got to have the drive to do it. If you if you can create, the, you know, the material, put a book together, you can get it out. So that's why I don't understand. Like, if anybody comes to me and say, well, I can't, or I want to be a, I want to get into music. I get prime with them. People, oh, man, I want to get into music business. I, you know, I want, well, just do music. You don't, no one has to yeah. back you these days. You can, you can make your own video, put it on YouTube, Vimeo. You have music, you can get it on iTunes yourself. You, you know what I mean? Like, yeah. if that's what you want to do, then you just do it. You don't, you know, say, well, I want to wait for some big company to get behind you, because nowadays, where the big companies do, they want to see what, you know how much you can sell on your own before they before they back you and take you to the next level. If you know what I mean. Hey Lee, I think I think in some industries the big companies are on the way out because the peer to peer music. I mean, you can like you say anybody can make a video, a music video, get it up on YouTube, and then spend all of their time sending out links and writing to people and bringing bringing people mm -hmm. to look at it if it's got value. Uh, look at some of the uh, success stories of people just directly on YouTube have uh, had several million viewings in a very short period mm -hmm. of time. It's um, it's wide open. It's just a question, like you say, it takes effort. You have to be motivated. The the first the seed of any enterprise is motivation. You gotta want it, and then you gotta want it some more, and then you gotta want it so bad that you sacrifice um, whatever it takes. You can't just sit around and watch television. If you want to do something, you gotta get up and do it. Oh, that that is so true. You know, a lot of people don't. Uh, you know, I find that sometimes people just don't invest in themselves. You see what I'm saying? Because you know, how, how can you expect a, a, a corporation or anyone else, whether it be a, a company, a friend, you know what I mean, a, a business, to invest in you if you're not willing to invest in yourself? I I don't get that yep. part. You know, that, and um. Well. But, you know, we're all so ignorant in so many ways. When I quit mm -hmm. school, I really, I really couldn't even read. And the education is a lifelong process. You need to study if you're if you have a particular interest like music or writing. Or so. I've written I've read so many books on writing, and um, uh, 
that uh, and there and there's so many uh, emails and it's inspirational material available available on the internet that you can sign up for and and learn things every day from that mm-hmm. it just takes you got to want it you got to want it so bad you can taste it and then the the, the the information is out there you can find a way now why did you decide to call this project uh, I'll fix my head before I'm dead like you know why did you decide to title this book that well, I've been working on fixing my head for 40 years or 50 years. You know, when I was 25, I thought that uh, I, w- I was just destined to be depressed and angry and uh, uh, tense through my whole life. And it was only after somebody gave me a copy of Marcus Aurelius's Meditations that I started to realize that you can teach yourself not to react to what's going on. You can create positive reactions over the, some of the most uh, trying situations. And little by little over the years, I fixed my head so that I just not get bent out of shape about what's going on. I just feel, I go right to gratitude. Something seems to, it's not the way I like it or not the way I want it. I just look at all the things that are the way they like it, the way I like it and the way I want it. And it, it just uh, helps me to uh, keep from getting... Uh, 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 on an unwholesome state. Oh, I understand. I understand that. And where where is this book being sold? Like, um, how can the listeners get their hands on this on this particular book if they want to check it out? It's available on uh, Amazon as a, a Kindle download for three dollars, or the hard the uh, the hard co- the soft cover book is seven dollars. And you can get that at Amazon. Also at Barnes and Noble, it's available in a Nook format, or it's uh, also available in the book form. And they could also contact me if they uh, if they um, want to. It's I'll fix my head at gmail dot com. Okay, now um, are you out? Um, <clears throat> are you out uh, doing any, like uh, speaking engagements, or any like book signings, or anything like that? You got uh, coming up? Did you want to share with the listeners? Well, I do, but it's it's going to be in uh, in Oneonta, New York, which is about uh, uh, 175 miles from New York City. Uh, and June 18th, there'll be a free book and signing at the uh, Green Earth Health Food Store in Oneonta, New York. Okay, most definitely. Most de- are you on social media? Do you have like a LinkedIn page, a Facebook, anything like that? Uh, Website I maybe. I'm just now putting up a site for the book, but uh, Dean Roberts is both on Facebook, LinkedIn, and uh, Twitter is Boneyard Express. Boneyard Express. Now, what's what's uh, what's next for you, Dean? Like, what can we look forward uh, in the future from Dean Roberts? I'm looking to um, um, do a series of talks on on all of the different aspects of wellness, you know, because fixing your head, if you're eating terrible food and you're not getting enough sleep and you're dehydrated, you're not going to be able to have a very wholesome state of mind. I don't care how much you meditate, you know. I think it has to be a balanced program if you really expect to make progress in, um, in, in learning. I don't even think you can learn well when your whole body is out of, sh- out of shape. You're way overweight. You don't exercise. Mm-hmm. So my purpose and my vision is to try to help others to come to that realization. I got a, a, a series of seven different talks planned for this, this summer 
that I'm going to do locally, and I'm also going to videotape them and put them up on YouTube. That it's the uh, I'll fix my head series. Oh wow! I mean, that sounds definitely interesting, man. Like, and um, you know, I think that's uh, major for you to you know chronic your life and just you know and share that with people. You know what I mean? Because uh, you know, a lot of people connect with that. Well, you know, when it's uh, you know, it's coming from a genuine place. It's coming from like your 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 life experiences, opposed to like you know some you know, and that nothing's wrong with fictional novels or anything like that. But I'm just saying, like you know, people could connect. You connect better with somebody who's like basically sharing a part of them. You know, if you know what I mean. That was kind of my intention to to show what a to demonstrate what a struggle I had to come from a point that was like almost absolutely knee jerk reaction. I had no thought went into anything I did to a point now that uh, I certainly got a long ways to go, Lee. I'm not telling you that I'm anywhere near enlightened, but I've made enormous project uh, pro- progress. I don't. I just don't hardly ever get angry anymore, and if I do, it's only for a second or two, and I can just let it go. And I used to be so terribly depressed when I was young that it would. Uh, uh, so I even thought of suicide at one point. It was so um, so painful to be be inside my head, and that's all gone years ago. Mm mm. Definitely, definitely, definitely. So if I could ever put anybody's feet on that path, I would feel very, uh, very grateful because I've been lucky with a lot of the people I've met that have inspired me and, and got, helped me understand what was going on and how to fix it. So that's my purpose. That's what I see for the future. And uh, some of my uh, theories on health and wellness seem to be paying off because I'm 75 and I can pretty, pretty much do everything that I did when I was 25. Wow. Or yeah, how, and, and, and why? How do you, you know, how do you do that, man? Like, you know, you seem, man, you seem pretty upbeat, man. You seem like you're in good spirit, spirits. You know what I mean? Um, you know, you, you look like you're in good health. You know, you don't look because you know I've seen people like because if you see you in nineteen born in nineteen thirty nine, you know, you think of like an old person. You know what I mean? You see people like that are in wheelchairs or using walkers. You don't seem to be doing any of that. You know? No, I'm gonna save that shit for another thirty years. Um, the uh, the thing is that um, you you kind of approach it. You got to approach life as a project. You know, you really you got to learn how to use it. It's like we're like a very very sophisticated computer, and there's so many different aspects of what it takes. You can't just dump 220 volts into a computer and expect it to do anything except smoke. You know, you got to have all of the right ingredients in the right places, and that includes. Uh, I didn't mention yoga and meditation, but I've been practicing yoga. And meditation for probably 35 years of the, uh, it didn't start right away, but I, I see it as a tremendous benefit. Mm. It's a program. I, if anybody's listening that wants to uh, have change over the decades and become more whole, you got to set up a study program. Get up in the morning and have a cup of coffee or a cup of tea and read four or five different books. Write about what your life's doing. Set some, set some goals for the day. Do some exercise. And uh, write about your life because it's there's nothing more uh, to, just the fact just the uh, the act of putting things in organizing your thoughts enough so that you can write them down is a tremendous uh-huh. help to to understanding what you're doing and what you're thinking. Oh, most definitely, most definitely. Man, it was, I mean, that's great information. I like to thank you for sharing that with us, uh, Dean. Um, do you have anybody you want to um, maybe? Give a shout out to maybe thank who may have helped you along the way. Anybody you want to mention on the show? Anything like that? 
Well, I would say that there's a number of people. Marcus Aurelius, is he was the emperor of Rome around uh, the year uh, 40 or 50 A.D. Uh, I'd like to thank uh, Robert DeRoe for a book called The Master Game, which was very influential in my life. And most, I, a book that everybody should read that was I read over and over and over again that was tremendous help to me is Think and Grow Rich by Napoleon Hill. It's a, I, I, it helped me fix the money thing. I mean, making a bunch of money is great, but mm-hmm. making enough money so that you can live your life the way you want to, I think, is essential. And once you get that behind you, I, 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 it's almost disgusting to see people with a lot of money. Did you, so yeah, you said Think and Grow Rich. I love that book, man. I read that book. Uh, I mean, I mean, you know, it's definitely an album. It's one of those things that, that can change. Yeah. I said that Think and Grow Rich book. It's one of those things that can change your perspective on life. You understand what I'm saying? That's right. Because Keep it definitely it. starts off with a, a thought process. You know what I mean? It, 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 you know, you either have a, a rich mentality or you have a broke mentality. It's really no in-between. You, have, you know, if you have that mentality to, to, to be rich, then you will. But if you have a mentality to to not be successful, to be negative and things like that, you, you know, I think who was it? Henry Ford to say, whatever you believe, you can or you can't, you're right. And I I believe that <laughs> to this right. day. Absolutely. They, I think you grow rich. Is a, there's been over 25 million of them published since he finished, since he wrote it. And it's mm-hmm. one of the, I think it's one of the essential books. They should get every kid that goes to every, every kid in school after the fourth grade should be reading that book. Not that it has to be money. It could be a, a, a career in, in writing. It could be a career in music, but it organizes your thoughts and your plan and gives you a way to, uh, to set a goal and move forward towards that goal it's um yeah that those so i'd like to definitely thank napoleon hill he's had a tremendous influence on my life and wayne dyer for uh, the erroneous zones mm-hmm. um i've never met any of these people personally but they've all had an influence on my life if have you ever read anything by uh george Girajiv? uh no not to this point i haven't you know what i mean i, I read a lot of little uh, motivational books like rich dad poor dad read that read that as well you know those type a lot of those books i, I yeah. read you know yeah yeah education for is a lifetime process it's something you got to do every day study I'm oh yes that. you do yes you do you know what i mean and, and like i said you see you obviously obviously it's something to it because uh if you if you run a multi-million dollar company for all them years, it had this month's success. I mean, obviously something's there. You know what I mean? <laughs> if you're going to say that, you know, I hey, I got to thank these people because I read their books. I mean, you know, it, you know, a lot of people don't know there's a lot of power in that. You know what I mean? That You know, it, it, will, it will definitely start to change your mindset. You, you know what I mean? And once you change that mindset, you're definitely on the way to, to having, you know, positive things happen, you know? Hey Lee, I won't tell you I didn't get lucky a few times because if you're if you're out doing things, you, good fortune comes along. But very often it's what you do with the luck when it comes up. You know, like uh, the, the dollhouse thing. I know I would have never thought of making dollhouses. A friend of mine sent me a uh, set of drawings on a dollhouse, mm-hmm. but I could have just let the drawings lay there. You know, we made a model and we said, oh wow, that looks good. And then we went to then I took it to a trade show. So it's luck comes for everybody gets a certain amount of good breaks. It's what you do with it. That really is going to affect your life. Oh man, you just dropped the jewel, you know what I'm saying? So yeah, that 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 was that was good stuff right there, man. Exactly, what you do with that opportunity, 
You know what I mean? You can just see you have opportunity yeah. doesn't mean you know, it's, it's, it's what you do with that opportunity that comes your way. Here's two things that I, I, I say on the back cover of my book. And if, the, if these two things could uh, change anybody's life for, in a more wholesome way. Number one, carve out an hour or 50 minutes or an hour and a half every single morning and read four or five different books and different subjects, not just motivation, philosophy, uh, health. Everybody should be reading at least one book on health all the time because it's changing fast. 10 years ago, 20 years ago, they told you margarine was, margarine was a good thing to eat. Now everybody realizes it's poison, you know, that the, the health, the whole uh, understanding of what it takes to be a healthy human is changing. should be reading about, um, art in some way, whether it's music or uh, dance or and get a rounded of current events about politics finances, learn how to manage money then uh, from that morning practice you need to write, meditate exercise and the other thing that uh, I found that has really worked well for me every single instant of your life you can turn around and find something positive you can do in the world you can pick up some garbage or you can send love to your brother or you can uh, uh, smile at a stranger hold a door for an old lady or help somebody with some bags when they're coming out of a store there's always something positive that you can contribute to the well-being of the planet Every single second. And I try to do that anywhere. I go in the bathroom, and if it's messed up, I'll wipe up the counter and put the garbage in the can. That Anywhere you go, any place you are, there's something we can do to make the world a better place. Oh, most definitely. Most definitely. I definitely agree, man. Uh, Dean, I got to thank you for uh, you know taking time out your schedule to be with us today on the show, man. Um, we really enjoyed you. Anytime you want to come back, man, we got to um, you know definitely get out the building. Um, y'all... Um, Y'all, y'all, you know, y'all come back tomorrow. Turn up Tuesday. Hold the line for me, Dean. Um, yeah, yeah. As always, you know what I mean. It, it's been real. We gonna get out of the building. We'll be here tomorrow. Hold the line, Dean. Yep.
Uh, let me take you to eternal bliss. She said she wanted more than less. She wanted happiness, security. Embrace the insecurity. Sick of lanes. So she said the cure was me. I feel it. It's cool, girl. You rocking with the finest. To make them like this, you have to redefine science. Never go against our reliance. Let's take a trip to an island or the pina coladas. Laugh about to come up when the sun go down. We fucking turn the sun up. It's nothing, just me and you. Told me her sex was a weapon. Turned around, hit me with a 22 like. Mm-hmm. 